that that place of accountability is very important and as blessing also said who you run to is important as well because if you go to uh, your bestie that is <laughs> both of you are looking for a relationship <laughs> you go to your bestie that both of you are you are in the same category she will hype you and say hey you should go for what you want you should not let not let another person take your husband but <laughs> when she went to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be accountable is another thing to be accountable to the right person. To the right person. Yeah. Yeah. He was very direct too, because he just saw her. He was like something in his spirit was saying something. You guys, uh, that is how we want <laughs> this man to be. Wow. The little brother Timothy. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Banches That Edify with Abish Dwelling, where we turn inspiring stories into beautiful conversations and discuss topics that don't just entertain, but also edify. So sit back, grab a popcorn or your favorite snack and enjoy the ride. It promises to be fun. Hello everyone, you're welcome to Banter's The Edify with Abbas Dwelling, called by Jegron. Today I have two fantastic guests with me, um, Blessing and Sumto, and will be having this discussion with me. But before we go, the, go down to the discussion, the title of our today's podcast is My Friend and I Like the Same Guy. It is extracted from a blog post called Nandi Would You Marry Me? Um, that was posted earlier this year in Abba's Dwelling blog. So um, before we get into the discussion, I'll just give us a brief summary of what the story is about. So the story is about two friends called Margaret and Nandi, who liked a guy called Daniel. And Margaret had a dream about it. And uh, she she dreamed that the guy Daniel proposed to her. But later on, the guy Daniel proposed to her friend Nandi, which led to them breaking up their friendship. And yeah, that's basically the rundown of uh, the story. So right now, I'll give room for my guests. Sumto, can you please give us, uh, just tell us, what do you think about this whole story? What do you think or where do you think was the mistake coming from? Was it an error from Nandi or it was from her friend Margaret? So yeah, the floor is yours. Okay, um, so I think the blog post that we're discussing today is a very interesting one. And um, it has so many talking points. But generally, I think um, from the start of the story, so Margaret came to visit Nandi and was invited to her church and then in the church service she saw this fine brother that was you know the ideal gentleman and yeah she she just went head over heels so it was love at first sight for her mm-hmm, and, yeah I mean first of all love at first sight I have my reservations for love at first sight because you barely know the person they're pretty much strangers at this point and then you already like start okay picturing yourself together and all that so 
feel like that's already a faulty start. I mean, it's arguable because some people think, okay, it's possible to just see someone and fall in love. But yeah, yeah, I do believe that before you can claim to have fallen in love, it's important to kind of know the person you're falling in love mm-hmm. with because the packaging can be, you know, all beautiful and all, but what is inside can be something else. So I feel, I think that's the first point of discussion that, you know, came out at me like, okay, why were you just... You just met the brother today. Even Nandi, Nandi told her that you, you just met this guy. Already, all these feelings for him. So yeah, that was the first issue that I I saw. And then um, she kind she also had an idea that Nandi might like the guy because of the way the conversation went. So she probably was aware that there's a possibility that Nandi had something for this guy. But Nandi yeah, was not for her. She was more. Yeah. She was more reserved with her feelings. So there was that, okay, I'm not going to, you know, expose myself to you. <laughs> and yeah, they had such a thing. But going forward, um, I think the the bane of the matter was her dream. The dream she had mm-hmm. that night when she prayed and asked God that, okay, if that was her husband, he should give her a sign. Um, yeah. Personally, I'm not much of a dreamer myself. So once once we start talking about dreams, I, I usually don't have much to say. But from the little experience I have, it's not um, advisable to, you know, run with one dream as we would see later uh, in the story. Uh, uh, before um, you go down there, before you go down yeah, there, yeah, I, I, as, Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> not, I'll not dig I'll into that part yet. All yes, right. yes, yes, yes. He has carried that. all my points. All the points I wanted to say, he has carried it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But what do you think? Where was, where was, where did she get it wrong? See, my problem here, you guys, is first of all, why did that Daniel boy go and meet her? So, all the time when Nandy used to go to church, he has never walked her to the um, outside of the church. It was when Margaret came. He asked that, okay, this is the best time to actually take her and see them off. Of course, the babe saw a fine guy, you know, godly, good looking. Please. Up, no. <laughs> I came to no, meet her. I was asking her, oh, what's your name? How you do it? It's just, I don't know. For me, I feel like I feel like he he's also to blame <laughs> a little bit. No, I mean but he's a newcomer, so he's kind of welcoming her to the church. I, I think that's which natural. Kind of welcome is that? that welcome <laughs> is just shake shake her hand and you you walk but then she, she's a friend of a friend. Like he has yeah. he has sort of a relationship with Nandi. So now he thought that she came friend. to church yeah. with somebody new. So I guess that was just like, you know, getting to know this new friend of hers. I don't think there was any I mean Margaret might have made a mountain out of that interaction but i feel like it's a natural thing to do i mean well, the first so conversation because you shot you're a guy so you're looking at it from your own <laughs> point of view I honestly mean, honestly with mark with nandi so it, it only happened when margaret was now with her like they were on their way back from church it has never happened before so do you see like she had to think of it uh, this guy, it has never happened before. So, what is it? Is it that what's going like, on? Yeah. What's going what's on going here? On? <laughs> what's going on? And then eventually, see see what happened. She had she now had a dream. She she had already from the start of time, like she has started envisioning or envisioning like her and the guy. They have started working. Maybe she has even <laughs> dreamt that 
<laughs> he was she was walking on the aisle with him and all of that. But from the story we saw that she dreamt that he he proposed to her. And funny enough, like in the story, he said, Nandi, would you marry me? That was what he said in the story. And I she was now going to say that. So what do you have to say about that? Yes, yes. <laughs> First of all, before we even get to that point, I think I have a problem with everybody in this story, including <laughs> Nandi herself. Because why did Nandi babe tell her friend if they came to be best friends that, oh, she has, oh, I also like this guy. Because Margaret was actually being very straightforward with her friend. I said, oh, I think I like this guy, which I, I really okay. respect, to be completely honest. Yeah. So why didn't Nandi herself be like, okay, I don't know. I'm a liking, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm still trying to, you know, process my feelings. So... Okay, so I think I um, from the way I saw it, it's more of a personality difference because from the beginning of the, like it's clear from the story that these two people, although they are friends, mm-hmm. they, they approach things different because Margaret was just, you know, straight to the point. I like Danielle and uh, yeah. you, you, are you denying yours or, or what? Because I can see that there is something, but yeah. you're not coming forth. But even um from when, that they were going home, Nandi was kind of thinking and processing her thoughts. And I think it said that it, it seemed to me that she wasn't sure what she felt at yeah. that point. I mean, I think, yeah, she was not really sure within herself that, okay, you know, was she um, falling in love with this guy or because it was Margaret that brought that to the surface of her mind. I feel like she just related with that mm-hmm. as one of a friend. But because of the whole Margaret situation, she had to question herself, like, why do I feel this way? Why am I reacting like this to Margaret's um, expression of her feelings for Daniel? So there's that part where I feel like um, Nandi was not yet sure what she, it was for her, but Margaret was like, I can see clearly that the Lord has spoken. This is the man of my dream <laughs> and I'm going to go for what I want. So yeah, I feel like there's a personality um, play in it. We're able yeah. to are kind of different in that regard and yeah as you said margaret was very straight to the point which is interesting too because i mean from just one conversation you can already figure that this is yeah i mean yeah there are such cases when it's clear but she didn't have enough backing to to be Mm -hmm. that true 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 what she felt yeah true so from the whole thing uh, i just feel like the two girls basically they like same guy right so right now that's where a problem comes in and then now one was vocal and then the other was not too vocal about her liking this guy so (laughs) the one that wasn't vocal she was now the supposed will of god for this guy and he proposed to her the real life proposal (laughs) while (laughs) the dream proposal was done with the vocal one so you can see that there was there was this there was this chaos because it's one heard from God, and I feel uh, Margaret. <laughs> yes, and I feel like Margaret is a Josephine because <laughs> she she's a dreamer. <laughs> so she dreamt. She Her dream was her. very vivid. She saw very, all very the details. <laughs> Just she prayed no. that night before she slept, and she asked God, "God, is He the will, or He is not the will of God for? Of uh, He is not the will, Your will for me." And mm-hmm. the next thing she received from her dream was uh, a proposal. So would you would you now say that that proposal that was in her dream was not God, was not from God? <laughs> or what is the source of this her dream? Can we expand on that? 
Okay, so okay. um, in- interestingly, I think this issue of dream in the previous podcast there was another dream situation oh, where okay. um, a brother called off his wedding three days to the three days to the wedding yeah. due to a dream. Let's let's not get into <laughs> and, that today. And, and there was uh, someone was saying that it was just a dream. So yeah, there's that part where dreams are kind of tricky, and that's why. On, on one end, I'm I'm glad that I don't get a lot of it because you can get confused quite easily by dreams if you are not um, discerning enough or if you are not guided uh-huh. by the Holy Spirit. So I think yeah, she she she's so her dream. I, I mean, we would later find out that it was probably from her her thoughts and you know what she had conceived before going to bed because she spent a lot of time um, stalking this brother. Um, like you know, his pictures on Instagram, yeah. and just ideating the perfect future with him. Mm. So there's that part where you know she had um, planted seeds in her mind, yes. and she was just hoping that God will confirm these wishes of hers. So uh, yeah, her dream, and, and again, interestingly, the dream was also tricky in the sense that when he proposed in the dream. He didn't call her name. He was like, yes, Na- yes. Nandi, will you marry me? And then she goes like, hey, I'm not Nandi, I'm Margaret. <laughs> yes. forward. But yes. Margaret is too forward. <laughs> but yes, I'll marry you. And it also and said that like when... when Also yeah. in the dream that it was not you. Like, it was not your name that was... Yeah. Her, but she was so blinded. You can't yeah. and, and And also when like he put the ring... He said the story said that when he was about to put the ring, she mm. woke up, um, yeah. and I felt that was significant in mm. the sense that um, she was she was seeing herself, but someone else's name was called, and he was yeah. going to put the ring in her finger, and then she woke up. I mean, if you are looking at that with a clear head, you would see the well, I say mm-hmm. the nuances. You would see the mm. the the tricky spots, and you would want to dig further into them. You won't just. But I think she already had her mind clouded. By the yeah. of Daniel yeah. by her side, so it was like, okay, I saw myself. I saw Daniel. There was a ring, and that's all. We are getting married. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, dreams, as I said, can be tricky, and we will always need the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, and even other people. So, yeah, we'll talk. I think we'll get to that point later. Let me not get ahead yeah. of myself, but I just feel like there were some red flags, if for lack of a better word, in that mm. dream that should have given her. Yeah. An insight into the whole, like the trickiness of the situation. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, blessing. What do you have to say? I think I have a slightly different opinion. Oh, I think okay. that dream is actually from God because if you go back, so for our listeners, just to give them a little bit more context, if you go back and read um, the. Um, blog, you would see that before she slept, she had actually prayed. Oh. Say, God, show me if he's my husband or not. Okay. And the mm-hmm. girl went to bed, you know, say, and she had a dream. But when it was time for him to, you know, propose, he got on his knees. He said somebody else's name, mm-hmm. and not her name. But I mean, she, being forward as she is, corrected him in the dream. I said, No, it's Margaret, not Nandi. And he was going to give her the ring. And as some to rightly said, when he was about to put the ring in her hand again she woke up so this was actually in my own opinion god showing her that he's not the man for you and in fact he's going to be your friend 
that mm. he's going to propose to. Um, I think something I'm going to borrow from Psalm 2 is um, when you're praying to God, you need to go with an open heart and mm. not waiting or expecting a certain answer that you desire from him, mm. but honestly being open to receiving his own answer, you know, his own yeah. decision for your life. Because again, I, I think I think God was actually showing her that he's not not the man for you but because she was already you know um clouded with so many yes exactly with emotions and wanting yeah. to be with this man that she had seen she interpreted it somewhere yeah. another way mm-hmm. which will lead me to something else but i think i'll just wait for for things to, to drive us there oh okay basically um to summarize what's like the points you guys have made you guys are making so many points but yeah to summarize is that like blessing said the source of this dream was from god but god was trying to show her that what she was what was going to happen or what she was seeing was for her friend and not her right and then Mm -hmm. um basically also the discernment because she was not able to discern even after Mm -hmm. seeing those she was not able to discern and say oh god that, that means you are not leading this man to me but you are leading my friend actually actually yes. to, to this man so she was not able to discern and that was one thing that she missed out in that dream interpretation so basically she had the dream from god but then she would have gone back to god to go and ask him for the explanation to this dream mm-hmm. that he has given to her with regards to the man proposing well with regards to the prayer she had because she actually prayed when before mm-hmm. she slept but then there's another thing that was mentioned in in the in the blog post, which was from Ecclesiastes 5:9, for a dream cometh through the multitude of business or cares of a man's heart. So basically, it could also be that it was from the thoughts that she was having about this guy. That was what that was how her dream came out. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So for, yeah. even after that, she needed to still go back to God for him to interpret her dream. So yeah, um, I think. Next, I think- yeah. I think it was a, it was probably a mixture of both because, right. as blessings said, God was trying to like show her that okay, this guy is for Nandi. I mean, he yeah. said, "Nandi, will you marry me in the dream?" But she already had her pictures laid out in her heart, so she, was she ready. still saw. She was yeah, she yeah. still saw those pictures. I mean, in the park, holding hands, and all of those pictorial. Mm-hmm ideas that she had consumed conceived so i think it was a mixture of both like the the issues in her heart and then god yeah. also to tell her that okay no this is not your guy focus don't <laughs> but yeah it's just interesting <laughs> okay so yeah bless you. do you have anything to say Oh, no, I think Sumto has said everything I want to say. Honestly, I think she was not focused. That's just it. She needs to be refocused. Like her focus needed to be redirected again. And yeah, I think so. Yeah, it it led to it led to her it led to her being like uh, breaking up with her friend. Right later on, we saw that in the story. So she broke up with her friend because now. Uh, Daniel had proposed to Nandi, and which is not her as she saw in her dream. So, okay, we're going to go on a short break right now and we'll be back with more exciting (laughs) discussion. (laughs) 
If you're enjoying this conversation, kindly share this with your friends and family members. Follow us on appsdwelling.com for more edifying and interesting stories. And if you do decide to follow us on our social media, we are on Instagram, appas underscore dwelling and appas dwelling on Facebook. Thanks for listening and let's get back to the conversation now. So you welcome back to this um, second part of the discussion, and yeah, uh, where we stopped was uh, where Daniel proposed to the friend, which is Nandi, and her friend got angry and she decided to break up the friendship. To, from she decided to break up their friendship. So, what do you guys think? Was she wrong by doing that? Or what is your opinion on her breaking her friendship with Nandi? Blessing, what do you have to say? Hmm. That's a very good question. I think if you were the one, what would you have done? uh, I I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. But I think for me, it was good that she recognized that she needed to take space. And I also appreciate the fact that Nandi herself did not um, take it to personal because sometimes we need to be realistic with our feelings and we need to be honest with how we're feeling as well so that we can deal with it. Because if you lie or if you keep on trying to bury it, it will just compound and eventually to explode in a very terrible way. So I think it was good that she took a step back to just you know recalibrate and get her feelings and emotions in check and yeah. we can see that when they got back together thankfully nandi was um kind and um willing and open to starting the friendship again um we may not always have those type of friends that are, you know so understanding yeah. so i think there is that need as well to be honest with that friend and be like oh i love you so much but i just need to take a little step for myself not because of you mm-hmm. but me to be honest i i need to make sure that i can be that good friend for you and i'm not you know yeah. having any feelings so for me i think yeah. it was a good thing that she stepped back the way she went about it, not so much i think she should have spoken to her friend first um but yeah i think it was okay Mm-mm. and i think yeah like you've said i saw maturity in the in the decision she took because she, mm-hmm. she 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 knew that at that point she was the problem here or she needed to move back yeah. to go and hear from god for her own self because it wasn't her friend now that had had the problem she had the problem so mm-hmm. she went back to go and recalibrate and think about everything that has happened and how she has missed it or where she has missed it so something from your own point of view what can you say well i think the whole thing escalated too quickly in my opinion because <laughs> everything transpired in the space of 24 hours so i know she meets, she meets this guy she's falling in love she has a dream and that same day i mean the time in itself was very dramatic that same day she wakes <laughs> up her friend her friend goes meets this guy and then gets proposed so i'm like okay and then you pack your things and you leave I, well um as blessing said yeah it was because her emotions were already very uh-huh. much invested and i feel like she was also concerned that if she faced her friend in that yeah. state it was not going to end well so she decided it was best to just like okay 
disappear and figure things out which also shows that she cared about the friendship mm, yeah uh, but yeah maybe the approach was a bit also to too dramatic because yeah you should probably also speak to this person and understand okay what the, what's what just happened i mean how how is this going to you know what's what how, what do we make of all of this mm-hmm. but yeah um as for the living like moving out of the house and traveling away maybe a little bit too dramatic as i mentioned and yeah fx what would you have done if you were in her shoes <laughs> what i would have done i think i would have actually like spoken to my friend but i i guess for her maybe you guys are just saying i would have spoken to my friend i no, i feel like it's easy to say is... i would have spoken to my no. friend but if your emotions are, are affected <laughs> in that way i i think the best thing was at that point to have spoken to her friend about it but since she wanted to like just give her space I I also looked at it in her own side it was actually good. It was good that she gave her the friend space so that she can think of everything that has happened with her and maybe and also because she had valued her friendship with her so she didn't want to lose her friend so she's like no let me let me just let me just go and think of it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't break okay. it. I can't break up this friendship just because of this guy that proposed to you. So let me go and think of a better way to do this. And which leads me to my next question because who she ran back to was um a figure. I can call that person like a disciple or someone a mentor to her. So she went back and she ran to the woman to go and tell her of everything that had happened and it was very important like to note that like the woman gave her a lot of <laughs> a lot of vital uh, vi- yes, vital um what do i call it Advice. information with regards mm-hmm. to marriage so what do you guys think like how did nan come in and how effective was her role in playing or playing out how effective did her role play out mm. in um margaret's decision yeah hmm. um i uh, let me just say i used to believe why spoke of those people that i used to think that when it comes to relationship you don't need yeah. anybody else you just need to mm. just you and the guy you just need to you know <laughs> focus yeah. on each other until hmm, guys or more <laughs> i learned that it's not that's not how it's meant to be so i think um it was good that she yeah. had somebody that she could rely on and run to yeah. in times like this because um when we are in these situations and i think all of us in one way or the other we can relate that uh-huh. when you are in a situation that your emotions are really involved it can be in different things right it's hard yeah. for you to think yeah. and be honest uh-huh. and be um rational you know about the situation because she could have really gone different ways i don't know she could have tried to do other things that would uh-huh. have caused a lot of havoc so i think it was very good and important that she had somebody first of all yeah. that she could rely on and another thing is also who is the person that she was going to meet right like uh-huh. it's one thing for you to have somebody another is another thing for you to have the right person you know a yeah. godly person that will give you a good honest godly wisdom and not just someone that and not someone that has your best interest at heart you know so yeah yeah i think someone mentioned or some someone said that because you are in the relationship you don't know know (laughs) oh you're not saying anything you're not really blind (laughs) 
I will tell you what is happening. <laughs> so yeah. it's good that she actually did that. Like, okay, so something you wanted to say something? Yeah, I think Blessing mentioned something that I think is very, very, very important, and that's mm-hmm. the issue of um, staying accountable even yeah. in in a relationship because. Um, it's very tempting to just be like, oh, I love this guy and, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just both of us and we'll just yeah. like wing also it. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes and all yeah. that. But the, the thing is, you in that, in that um, relationship or in that situation, because your emotions are heavily invested, mm-hmm. you are, you you there's a tendency for you to become myopic yeah. in very many like ways you can't really see um I, I, i've had this discussion several times with different people and it always comes down to the fact that you know when you are in there there's only like you are you are blinded so to say mm-hmm. by your emotions yeah and you always need that um extra eyes extra pair yeah, of eyes, eyes to help you see beyond where your emotions are letting you see For, because if you look at even the way she narrated the case to mrs naomi mm-hmm. she kind of narrated it from a point of view that i mean if god had confirmed yeah. this meaning she was not seeing all those yeah. like yes those those nuances from the mm-hmm. dream yes. she could um she was not even willing to accept that there was an issue she just felt like okay why would god say yes yeah and in then the, the situation and then, is, mm-hmm. is otherwise so she was not able to analyze you know the situation mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. a um from from an objective point of view because of her emotions were already in there mm-hmm. but when mrs naomi started like giving her the exhortation it became clear that okay you're not seeing this thing as as, as it is right you are you have a, a, a distorted view and you know you ought to kind of step back look at yeah. it again and she started to understand that oh there's more to this thing that meets there you know i probably mm-hmm. have interpreted these signs and all that the so dreams. yeah mm-hmm. that 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 place of accountability is very important and as blessing also said who you run to is important as well because if you go to uh. your bestie that is both of you are looking for a relationship <laughs> you go to your bestie that both of you are, of you are the same <laughs> you find the same category she will hype you and say hey you should go for what you want you should not let not let another person take your husband but <laughs> when she but went to so but she went to someone who kind of you know had um both a spiritual oversight yeah and also mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. and you know all of that so she was able to get the right advice so it's one thing to be accountable is another thing to be accountable to the right person, to the right person. Yeah. True, true 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 she was accountable to the right person and that even led her to getting this this advice. So she she from the from the whole thing, Miss, Mrs. Nan or yeah, Mrs. Nan was she 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 showed her something she did not see in her own view. She she had only seen that God was yeah. God was showing her this man, and then why would he show her? And she's not the will of God for for yeah. this man. So like yeah. later on, when with the whole explanation from Mrs. Nan, she saw that. God did actually there was a red flag actually and then there was one important thing she mentioned which was uh conviction with regards to marriage so i want to ask you guys what do you think how many how many dreams do you need to see <laughs> how many visions do you need to see before you confirm that this person because 
she's a dreamer so and since she prayed about it and god well, showed her she felt that <laughs> she felt that he was the person but like for someone who like dreams or someone who yeah dreams how what, how many times or for how like i don't know how to put the question the the conviction the areas of when do you know how, that, how many that your dreams be, yeah yeah how, how many, many should, should, be how before should you have? confirm that yeah before you um, confirm that okay this is god's will for you maybe like somewhere you should wait for the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> right i'm joking oh my though. goodness <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> okay but yeah i mean you, you people do you dream what do you when do you take your dream oh, as from yeah. god and not from god because i already said yeah, I, I, really... I don't even want to dream steph i don't even want to dream am i <laughs> oh no 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 i don't even want to dream I, I don't know i just i think it would be better if you don't even dream about it and you get a confirmation from another so way because think, so what way do you think is dream. more reliable it's the word of god definitely the word of god because but the word of god does not have your husband's have name to. inside <laughs> that's true but even with dreams it has to go in line with the word of god actually because mm-hmm. with, with her dream someone has to look at it someone has to critically look at it like in a godly way she has to think of okay this guy did not did not in, did, he did not actually propose to you actually proposed to nan but you were emotionally attached to him so that's why you couldn't interpret the dream well so she gave her a good interpretation that was according or based on the word of god and also in encouraging her that she doesn't have to of uh, with regards to marriage she yeah. needs arrays of of what Light. of yeah. light so that she can see and know that of confirmations oh, this is, yeah mm-hmm. of confirmations yeah so that she can see and know that okay yes this is god leading me into this because we just want you can use marriage is a very critical decision that we can use one oh one gosh. one confirmation mm-hmm. or one dream to confirm that yes this is god's will for me so it's like for me it's like okay okay now i guess i don't have to dream once <laughs> i have to all right look at the dream in god's word also learn from god's word like mm-hmm. a lot, a lot before i can confirm so yeah so um about this issue of a choice of a life partner right as you said i mean generally mm-hmm. yes you should always confirm your dreams by the word of god but as i already mentioned the name of your husband I mean, maybe his name is is in the Bible, like Peter and Paul. But his name can also be Emeka. He's not in the Bible. So how do you, like, now, I mean, we are just discussing here. How do you Mm -hmm. dissect, I mean, how do you confirm, right, by the word of God, yes, but like Uh, how? And also, what other ways can you say, okay, this is the... um, the other backup confirmation that mm-hmm. you know, supports what God is saying, because as we already said, right, there has mm-hmm. to be a number of them. You cannot just take one and run with it. You mm-hmm. have to maybe hear from God in His Word, mm-hmm. hear from somebody that has a spiritual authority over you. Just have that wide scope of confirmation. Yeah. Right? So, but how do you think you know young people can go about? Because this is a very serious matter. Yeah. People, very. Life, God said, God, life God changing. did not say. <laughs> so, how do you know the one that God has said and the one that your mind is saying? <laughs> well, I think that uh, this this does not just begin like that. It has to be mm. from you. 
having to be hearing from God before mm-hmm. even marriage because you can't take a decision with regards to marriage with just at that point so you have to be hearing yes. from God with the little things whenever he sends you do you obey him do you hear his voice do you hear mm-hmm. his voice for the little things so when when marriage now comes in you don't you will now not be confused because you have already known the voice of God you know how he speaks to you so when he's speaking to you or if you're a person that he speaks to you through his word you you know that okay when i read this this particular passage there's an there's like a red it's like just it jumps highlight, out at you yeah it's highlighted yes. for me and this is God speaking to me this is how God speaks to me so like mm-hmm. with that you can now say okay yeah you can now begin to develop it he speaks to you little yes. by little and then when it comes to marriage it will even be more easier because he's not going to speak any other way aside from mm-hmm. one that he has always been speaking to you from yeah yeah and I, there's even um, there's this very popular pastor um, mm-hmm. she was giving the story about how she also knew that it was God I and mean, it was the man she was going to marry was mm-hmm. who God wanted for her and it was also because she had been hearing from God over mm. a long period of time she knew how yeah. her father spoke to her and it was really from the word of god in fact she knew from john chapter 4 mm. um man by the will yeah she knew that that was that was yeah. Uh, yeah. you know the man that was not going right. to first mm-hmm. of all the man that was not going to be her husband and then the man that was going to be her mm-hmm. husband she also knew yeah. so i think it's very important like things so i said that uh, you know the voice of your father you know yeah. when your father instructs to you know him you know what he's telling you Uh-huh. Another thing I would say, I don't know if I'm correct or guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that with marriage is a very um it's an all-round or it's it's affects every aspect of your life, spiritually, uh-huh. socially, um financially, you know, even with your purpose, right? It affects every aspect of your life. And like um Mrs. Nan said in the story, um the pilot has to see not just one uh-huh. life, but yeah. you know various aspects of, of the light yeah. you know arrays of light so i'm also thinking that the person that you're going to marry has to in some way align with you um in every aspect of your life you know you know does this person do you even know your purpose do you even know what direction you're headed towards before you can even go with, with somebody else right so i don't know i think there are different aspects to confirmation spiritually absolutely necessary you know also having your um people you're accountable to your spiritual yeah. leaders your parents yeah. also knowing and seeing who this person is and then allowing them to also vet and see that does this person you know does it match with your life do you, does it even match with who you are do you guys have chemistry i don't really like talking about this part, but do you guys even have chemistry are you friends are you mm. friends can uh, you sit down and just yeah. just hey it's important to it's very important good morning <laughs> Good morning. How are you? See you. No, no. That would be terrible because you know. Again, this marriage is not just for yourself. Your children. Yeah. What kind of life do you want your children to have? What kind of family? What kind of home are you wanting to build? All these aspects are very important as well. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I answered the question, no, but yeah, I should have said something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You did. Um. So I think what what I can draw from what she has said is. It's emotionally not safe for you to <laughs> to fall in love before fall in love. <laughs> before hearing from God, right? So it is ve- it is yeah. very very safe for you to not please hear from God first before you yes. fall in love because it's better for you when 
you you've heard from God, you know that this person is actually the will of this person is going in line with the purpose. First thing we even have to also outline that the person has to be born again. The person has to be on the same plane with you. As got, you want to get into a godly relationship, that person mm-hmm. has to be a believer. That person has to start working with God, has to have a working relationship with God. He has to be someone that is is hearing from God. He has to be someone that knows God, that loves God. Then you can now say, okay, what next? Is he now in line with God's purpose? Or is, is the, God, the purpose that God has given me concerning my life, can we say, they are aligning can we say we can work together and the person has to also be your friend like blessing has said because you cannot <laughs> you cannot go and be marrying somebody because feelings feelings actually expires because <laughs> we hear it, we hear them saying it but yeah it's you don't you you don't base your marriage on feelings just one time feeling or the feeling of love that you have the feeling of love would expire but what's what keeps it afterwards what keeps it afterwards so yeah mm-hmm. uh, i don't know do we have any other thing something do you have to say well, i think i think it's is is important to mention that you know all this foundation lane part like you know mm-hmm. knowing your purpose yeah um, figuring out um getting the light in different ways from god mm. is it's important to note that it should be done from a, a clear-headed point mm. like you should not first of all start falling in love and then start <laughs> before you yeah. fall out. Yeah. out. <laughs> you can't fall out. <laughs> so you fall, fall in out. and you fall out. <laughs> I, I think it's 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 more towards the ladies because uh. it's that point where you know you just like the guy and he's tickling your fancy. And ah, doesn't it happen to men too? No, it does, but I feel like we can be more objective. Mm. Like you you admire the person and then you kind of start to dig into the important things, right? Mm. But for the ladies, you are more prone to getting your emotions attached. Because I've I've had this conversation with both guys and ladies, and I I, I picked it, it, some differences. So it's important to do it from a clear-headed um position where you can uh-huh. see, where you can you can still think logically and hear God clearly without filters, without any interference from your emotions. So yeah, um, just to add, um, add to that point of don't fall in love before you start yeah. going out the will of God. Figure out the will of God first before you now fall in love. Yes. Why are we even falling in love? Can we not stand in love? Let's be standing. Let us stand in love. Oh my God. But okay, lastly, I have this question. So to someone who like, He's like a lady who is like yeah. saying that my biological clock is ticking. I don't have time again. So mm. what? How do you now? Or what? What advice can we give to such a person who is like, I don't know. My time is time is going, and no one is coming to me. What do I do? I'm I'm not being approached by guys. I'm not being approached. So what do you think, as a godly lady? What do you think, or what kind of advice can you give? Listen, I think that should go to you. Oh my goodness. I was hoping that question would not come to me. Because even me, I'm looking for the answer. So let me, let, let me pass on the question to Sobjo. And let me think me? about it a bit more. Yeah. Sobjo, okay. Well, for Sobjo, he's a guy. So. But I, I, I feel like, yeah, there's always that part where, I mean, we are, in, I feel we are in that stage where people are now mm. counting their. Yeah, looking at biological clock and all mm-hmm. that. 
But I think generally worrying about things or issues like this, first of all, it doesn't help the matter. Yeah. Um, it only gives you more headache than you should have. And mm-hmm. it also puts you in a risky position where you are kind of vulnerable and mm-hmm. you might be quick to just jump at any guy that prospective comes, yeah. guy that mm-hmm. comes your way. So mm-hmm. um, for you not to fall prey to that trap, I think it's important that you just rest. Try the rest. Mm. Um, <laughs> rest in God's... Mm. In, in, yeah. in, in the confidence that God has a perfect plan for you yeah. and that in due time it will all manifest. I mean... Even though it seems like it's taking time, the yeah. the the natural clock is not super. Like, it's not superior to God's divine. Mm, God's, yeah, God's divine. So it's important so. to still hold on to like that confidence. I think it's just a a, a place of rest in your mm. in your heart. Mm. You just know that God God has got this figured out, and I don't need to stress my mind over it. That mm, way, yeah. you are better positioned to see clearly and know when the right man comes. So job is done. Relationship Thank to relationship. you. I think I needed to hear sure. that as well. <laughs> and also, but, yeah. yeah, I think I would also add to that, like, build yourself, right? During your single time, mm-hmm. it's, it's a time for building. It's a time for you to hear God well. It's a time for you to hacking serve serve in the house of God. Also, it's a time for you to serve. So people people say this thing, but they don't they don't hear. We don't hear as you serve in the house of God because the man would. He would definitely. Mm. He should meet you in uh, in your father's house, serving mm-hmm. in your father's mm-hmm. house, because that, that <laughs> he will value you more. He will value you more when 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 he knows that he has to seek your father before he finds you. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So like you have to now build your relationship with God, and at that time, I I think it is a time for you also to learn more about marriage, learn more about yeah. like, even your career. You can focus more on. Okay, where is God leading me? What is what is his purpose for me? So that when the guy comes, it won't be a okay, let me start afresh, like thinking of what's God's purpose for me, or am I meant to when you have already gotten it from from that single point, when the guy comes, it's like yeah, a whole like expressway. Mm. You get like a, can I, a good can I quickly interject something there that uh-huh. just I'm just thinking about, I think for me, the first thing I would say to myself and to anybody else, because this mm. is also for me, you know, for every other lady, of course, is um, first of all, know that it's okay to want to be married. It's mm. it's okay to want to be with somebody. In fact, God has put that desire in your heart. So it's okay to own that and be like, you know what, Lord, I, I'm, I think I want to, you know, be married. I want to have my own companion, my own person, you know. I think that's very okay for you to agree and accept to it. And I think secondly, it's also important that like Finso has said, but I'll put it in a different way, be open. And being open means... I'm going to put this so you have to be strategic too. You know, you have to strategically close your, place yourself in the right positions, you know. Not in a in a manipulative way, right? But you know, mm. be serving, be in a place yeah. where people can actually see you and appreciate yeah. you and your qualities. If you're hiding in your room, nobody's going to come and look for you there, uh, right? Uh-uh. Except maybe you, there's one divine, maybe you, I don't know, but <laughs> but 
put yourself like in places where people can actually appreciate your qualities you know that you're hardworking, you're ready to serve your father i think that's also very important as well and then thirdly i think for me i would say also is are you the kind of person that you want to end up with like the man that you're looking for or the woman you're looking for are they looking for you Wow. Answer that there honestly. And if you think you're not yet there, then work on yourself. Every aspect of your life, there's always room to grow and improve. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. when the time is right, it will happen and it will be amazing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Truthfully. Wow. Truthfully, wow. Okay, so let me just quickly add to that, service Because yeah. if you look at Ruth's story, mm. um, how she met boas i mean yes. every lady every lady now wants to meet their boas you know boas was wealthy <laughs> boas was it was just the you know the, the ideal man of your dreams but yeah uh she was serving pretty much yes. and it was in that place of service that he noticed her and was like oh who is that lady and then they gave him the history and all that so um yeah you you will probably not be in your room I, maybe god can send somebody to come and find you <laughs> but also the service and working on on you know your goal your vision your purpose mm-hmm. it also helps you in terms of knowing if you're compatible with this brother or not because mm-hmm. you have an, it's, it's like you are going on a journey in marriage and if you're traveling to a certain destination yeah and someone else is traveling to a different destination you know straight off the bat mm-hmm. that yeah you're not compatible but if you are just mm-hmm. static without a, an orientation without a direction and somebody that is going on his own journey says please join me let's be going you don't even know where you are going yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just there so you will not have anything to measure by like okay you're going east i mean am i supposed to go east i'm mm. supposed to go west but if you have a direction already, you can say, okay, you're going east and God has told me that I'm supposed to go west. So first of all, there's okay. also there, there's already a misalignment. Mm, mm, yeah, so true. that also helps you to know when, you know, yeah. it's right or, or wrong. Mm, mm. Truthfully, truthfully. Thank you guys so much. This was really a powerful one. And just to give a summary to everything we have said, Firstly, we have learned that we should allow God to be the interpreter interpreter of our dreams, right? Um, Let us dream. If you are a dreamer, allow the Lord to interpret your dream. Don't go into to look for the interpretation of dream through dream books or through, (laughs) through the internet. Allow God to interpret your dream. And then have disciples, have people who would you are accountable to who you could go and relate your feelings to right have people that you can talk to that can give you wise counsel godly counsel with regards to relationship and i think one other thing we mentioned is you cannot base your marriage decision on one confirmation or one one uh, dream that you had so you need to have a lot of arrays of confirmation before you can say yes this is god's will for you so be be mindful of that don't say because i had just this dream i saw this guy that's just it he's just the will of god for me yes god can release god can reveal to you one time that this person is but you need to also speak to counselors you need to see from another person someone has to someone matured has to also like take you through the whole process so it's good to be accountable accountable have accountability partners 
godly accountability partners and also um, adults who can help you with decisions like this in marriage. Then I don't know if there's any other. We didn't, we didn't talk about brother team because we've, we've we've not we didn't talk about. That's true. When, At the end of the. <laughs> yeah, because I mean Margaret also eventually found her own. It's going to be on another episode. Another episode. <laughs> yeah, watch so, out for this yeah. space. Watch out for part two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but at the end of it, at the end of the whole episode, um, the whole blog post, it was mentioned there that uh, Margaret also had someone who came to her, who came to settle, got, got sent someone to settle her case. Bro, bro, that team was very direct too because he just saw her. He was like something in his spirit or saying something. You guys, um, that is how we want and, this man to be. Wow. We need more brother Timothy's. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it is well. God will keep directing us <laughs> and God will keep helping us with regards to marriage. Um, marriage what issues <laughs> issues yeah with <laughs> regards to marriage issues and let's keep hearing from god guys if there's anything yeah. i want i learned from here is hear from god hear from god hear from mm. god please before you even get into it don't be waiting that the guy should come and ask you out first start hearing from god don't fall start hearing from god concerning your you marriage before <laughs> time comes start hearing from god concerning your marriage start preparing that serving, serving mm-hmm. the house of God, and God will settle us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. so, thank you, my guests, for being here with me. Thank you for your discussion. Thank you for your points. I was so blessed to have you guys here. So, bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. See you guys. Watch out for part two. So, we've come to the end of our conversation today. Thank you for listening in. Let us know what you think by reaching out to us through our email at abbasdwellingplace at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. See you again next week. Bye.